Hello, friends. Welcome to the Faith Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Tuluashino Akonde. On today's episode of the Faith Culture Podcast, I'm discussing with an amazing Christian friend uh, who has an inspiring story to share with us. It's a, tes- it's a um, testimony of faith, it's a testimony of prayer, and it's also a testimony that um, you know you would find very inspiring as you uh, you know trust God to use you in whatever sphere of life that you uh, may be in. Uh, welcome to the show, Ikanke. Yeah, it's so great to have you on the call. And uh, I mean, uh, how are you doing, by the way? I'm doing great. I'm doing all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can, I yeah, can tell. I am. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, good, good, good. Uh, I know, um, you know, the story you shared with me and which I believe you're uh, you're ready to share with our listeners, um, you know, it's something that they will find inspiring. It's not just a story, it's a testimony, you know, of how God, uh, you know, found you and your friends and faithful. All right. So, but before we dive into the conversation proper, um, I would love to ask you um, this question. Um, Can you sort of like tell us your salvation story? How how did you come to know about um, Christ? Yeah. Okay, so a couple of people may find this um, funny and unbelievable, but it actually happened. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I was three years old, actually, and um, I remember that it was in September um, of that year when, um, well, by the way, I was at my parents' um, at Christians, and okay. um, some people would say, oh, it's just natural that, you know, children born into Christians will soon become Christians. But I was three years old um, at the time and um, I was with my mom in the kitchen at the time and um, she said and I somehow I remember it because I remember that evening and it, it guessed who came to the house. So that's how I remember that it was a Saturday. Um, it was a September rather because um, the guests who came were to go back into secondary school that year. So um, I just looked up to my mom and asked, oh, so who is Jesus? Tell me about Jesus. Um, by the way, my mom wow. is also a Sunday school teacher. She's been one for about 45 years or so. Um, wow. So, <laughs> yeah. so um, she said, oh, it really piqued her interest because she introduced us to the Bible, you know, little children's um, Bible, the colorful one. Um, I will just read it, but that day I specifically asked who Jesus was and that I wanted him to be my friend. And so she led me to, you know, to Jesus and that was how I gave my life to Christ. But you know, also wow. the childlike heart, um, you're still growing, there's still things you don't really understand. But like she would say, um, from when I turned five, um, she began to see the words of God in, in my life. So I remember that. Um, God used to show me things and I would say them out and some of them at that time too were very scary to say because we were in a military regime at that time so um, what he said had to be very quiet but um, he said I would say those things very openly and they would come to pass and they actually happened so um, fast forward um, a couple of years later 2009 when I was in university um, I joined a Christian group Christian fellowship and I didn't really like the prayer team, but it was compulsory that if you had to be in the choir, then you had to be in the prayer team. <laughs> so um, this is what I would call, you know, like the reawakening of um, Christian faith. Um, yeah. So I joined the prayer team that evening, and you know, everybody joined hands together, 
and prayed that I would receive the Holy Spirit. And um, from that time in 2009, um, yeah, there was an awakening of my spiritual life and continued ever since. So that awesome. Was and how is the journey been for you? any natural relationship you know yeah. um yeah there are times you fight uh, you know you'll be angry at god over certain things there are times you also really have you know happy moments and trusting yeah. moments um so it's 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 i feel that it's actually been as natural as um you know a regular relationship with brother and sister or husband and wife um it's a learning experience for me um but overall, it's been, it's, it's been a wonderful journey. I have no regrets. Oh, no regrets. Great stuff. I mean, I love that. I love the way you handled it. You have no regrets following Christ there. Yeah? Um, cool stuff. Hey, now, so to the real gist, um, because can, can you give us a background story to this inspiring uh, testimony? Yeah. Okay, so um, I'll start by saying that, you know, I've heard people share testimonies of having their dead come back to life. And we read these things in the Bible and they look very far off, but it actually happened. It happened about a month ago. So I'd moved into a new city, got a new job, and while trying to settle in, I decided to put up with a friend who had um, other Christians in that house. So we'd grown up in school together as well. We're in that same fellowship, and we're just natural course close. So we decided that, you know, rather than pray individually yes we still have our own prayer times but we pray corporately together and just share and build each other's faith so i remember that the day before this stuff happened um we just taken charge of the environment and just prayed over the streets prayed over um, the region of the city we were in and um so on this day in october um we were all we had all come back from work and we're waiting for our host to come lead prayers that evening because it was her turn. So I remember that while waiting for her, we had a scream in the in the compound and a lady was speaking in Yoruba. None of us understood or understands Yoruba. And she was screaming. So at first we were scared, you know, that maybe something had happened in the compound. Oh. Um but then um we eventually got to know that her son was not breathing, was not moving, and was passing on. So um, as it was happening, a medical doctor, who is also a Christian um, in the compound, had just driven in and noticed the situation and quickly jumped into their car, trying to resuscitate him. But when, when that was not happening, they decided to rush to the hospital. So we ladies got back in. <laughs> Course, it was prayer time already, and you know, everybody was worried and thinking. And the natural thing to do as Christians was for us to come together and pray. And at that point, you know, English would have failed us because we didn't really know what to say. So, uh, my friend, my host, said, Let's just speak in tongues. And I think that's one thing um, I've come to learn about prayer when in difficult situations. Um, praying in tongues then moves you, leads you into what you should then say in English. Personally, I have um, had that experience. So we prayed in tongues for, for some good minutes. And then 
you know, I could hear people declaring and I also began to declare. Now, take note that the mother of this child is a Muslim. She doesn't want Yeah, to I mean, that must have been so uncomfortable for, yeah. for her. Yeah. So, um, she's a Muslim. No, but at this time, she was, you know, on, they were on their way to the hospital. So, okay. she was not aware that prayers were going on. Oh, okay, okay. So, I mean, it made us more compassionate towards her because we had heard, I'd heard personally, you know, of her good works. She used to feed the kids um, in the neighborhood. And you know, I'd also had an encounter with her by being with his friends. So I just said, God, um, just for your own name's sake, um, because of the testimony that will come out of this, just yeah. for, this, for this woman. Remember oh. her gifts, remember her sacrifices, whether oh. she believes in you yet or not. And like the picture that came to my mind was of the Samaritan woman. And we all prayed corporately eventually in English and just believed that it was going to happen. And um, stayed awake hoping, you know, that we'll hear the news that night. But then um, woke up in the morning and then we heard that he was doing okay. He was alive. He was good. Oh. And the boy without a pulse, he had convulsed, he was stiff, he was getting cold um, from what the doctor said. He was alive by the next day. In fact, I heard that God. he had come back that night, if not that there was no space in the hospital. Um, oh. So that was a great testimony and it was amazing to have the mother, this Muslim woman, her Hajia. It was amazing to yeah. have Hajia, you know, come back the next night and share the testimony and just say, oh, it was just God. It was just oh. God. It was just God. And um, <laughs> for me, you know, I, I felt, okay, maybe just try to be a bit conservative. Don't, you know, really yeah. Jesus. But <laughs> Um, and, and for me, like, there's a background to the, to the reason why, you know, I was trying to be careful. But yeah. my host, you know, went full on and said, it's Jesus. And then I could hear her confirm, yes, it's Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in amazement, I was like, does she really know what she's saying? And she's admitting <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. She's admitting yeah. it. And, mm. I mean, it didn't end there. It was amazing to have yeah. her join us again. Wow. For, for like the establishment of that testimony and she wow. said amen she said amen wow. and wow. um yeah so that's 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 a short bit of that um testimony of what happened so yeah god really showed himself um, strong i think it's over time seeing the boy seeing the other neighbors in the compound mm-hmm. um, it's exciting to see what god can do Hallelujah. And how is the boy doing today? Oh, I mean, every time I see him, I'm like, Bobo, how are you? Wow. Wow. He's strong, yes. He's, he's doing really mm. well. He's doing really well. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, you know, I mean, listening to this story, I could say, uh, I could see Radha, I could see uh, Odysseus faith, mm. and I could see people who were bold were courageous about their faith and i think sometimes if we i mean really if we want to see the move of god we have to be audacious about um, our faith i mean there's a whole lot of blessings but i would love to hear from you what did i experience um you know sort of like really uh what did it teach you 
it taught me lots of things um especially if you believe god for a miracle and it's not happened before oh. um so first of all it humbles me because you know sometimes you expect that yes god should do this for me because i have done this i have done that oh. and it may not be you know the exact thing that happened so yeah. um, the first thing was that it was really humbling you know like oh god just hear us yes i know that you know his word tells us that if we ask anything in his name they will have it he will give it to us um, yeah. but i think more importantly it, it taught me intercession praying about other people's needs um yeah i grew up in a family as well that you know we used to pray for others you know my parents were intercessors and they tried to for and I, I, I was trying to form that habit, but it wasn't happening naturally. <laughs> but I think yeah. Yeah, it wasn't happen, happening naturally. But, you know, this experience um, gave me more courage and more encouragement to, to pray for other people, pray for other people. Mm. Um, and, and the third thing is, you know, irrespective of faith, like when the Bible says God is no respect of persons, it's not just that, you know, he doesn't, regard any man it's also that whether you're muslim whether you're hindu he loves you he, he doesn't segregate so um, if god should give that muslim woman that miracle then truly god is a respecter of persons and then finally um, the fourth thing is that it spiked up my faith level um trusting god for little things trusting god for big things you know sometimes we feel oh it's just one big man of god or one heavenly anointed person who lay hands on the sick or the dead and they will come back mm. or, I mean, praying in your closet can spike a miracle so absolutely those are the four absolutely. things i learned from that wow wow Oh, great stuff, great stuff. And, and I think uh, on that thing for me, you know, hearing you is the fact that God, God is always faithful to honor our faith. Faith is the currency for miracles, right? If you guys didn't have faith, you guys wouldn't have gone ahead to pray. You probably would have just given up. Uh, you know, and the fact that it's not over until it is over, all right? Yeah. You know, yeah. it is, you know, something, you know, if, I mean, I could say this, but I mean, it might sound very, very huge, but it's the fact that we only say it is over when we say it is over. If we if we haven't said oh it is over, then it is not you know over. All right. And uh, how we how we show that it's not over is when we engage in praying. But when we stop praying or we don't commit to you know to praying, then we're actually saying that it is over. Because prayer is inviting God into the situation, yeah? Yeah. And uh, I mean thanks, thanks, thanks a lot. Um you can care for <laughs> Oh, you know, for sharing those uh, amazing lessons. And uh, I still have, um, you know, two more questions to, like, ask you. And, uh, okay, so we have believers who, you know, who, who, who hear things like this, but, but, you know, they find it hard to believe. They even find it hard to see it manifesting. And I know you have your own personal testimonies and all of that, you know, but, but what, what advice do you have for other Christians who, who are, you know, also desiring to, to stand in the gap of people you know, to see God move in their personal lives or see God move in the lives of others. Uh, what advice would you have for them? So, um, 
I used to also be one of those people who would feel, oh, um, maybe they are exaggerating it a little bit, you know, adding some sugar and spice, you know, to the story. Um, but I've seen God do things. And for me, like, I'd say this one is like the beginning of a spike in my faith. I mean, what it's taught me now is um, more of intercession. More of intercession. Um, sometimes keep your own issues and wants and problems and worries to the side. Um, I, I can't forget the scripture um, that said, Job, God restored the fortunes of Job when he prayed for his friends. He was going through yeah. enormous souls and, and the rest but he still had had the you know that spirit and that heart and that desire and that i'll say that um habits because he used to be yeah. his kids as well yeah he was living his life was beyond him so that was his lifestyle yes yeah. so um what i what what i'll say is um don't be selfish mm. and i'm not saying it you know Oh, don't be self-consuming. Yes, don't be self-consuming. Yes, don't be self-consuming. That's a better way to put it. Um, and, and I would also like to encourage people. Um, what God says is what he will do. What he says is what he will do. Yeah. If he has said it, then he will definitely he will do it. So um, be encouraged. Um, the Bible says that his word will not return void. Um, mm. So he has done everything he says he will do. So, um... And then, very importantly, if you surround yourself with people who think like you, because I think that was what helped me, I don't really know if I would naturally have just, you know, spawned into immediate prayer. Yeah, you were in the right environment. Yes, I was in the right environment with the right people, and we had formed that habit. Doing right the right thing so at the that, right time. Yeah, we had started <laughs> that journey. So it was so yeah. easy and natural for us to just say, oh, yes, we're going to pray. Whether one person's faith was shaking at that point, but I'm sure someone else is covered for the person, and now it's like a testimony we all have. So, um, be around people who will build up your faith when you're weak. Yeah, wow, great stuff! Great stuff. Thank, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. All right, so, uh, my final question uh, for you would be for anyone who is unsaved and they're listening to this conversation, uh, what's your message today? surrounded by people who don't believe in Jesus and you know just I know you were very privileged to have made Jesus at the very heavy yeah I was, <laughs> I was. yeah I still am I, I'm, I'm still very privileged and um being surrounded by such people has taught me compassion um for them and, yeah. um, and of course what Jesus would do and what he did it's also taught me to be patient with them, you know, um, but not um, keep it away from them, not keep my faith, not be afraid to hurt their yeah. feelings or, you know, introduce him to them, but also give them time to accept him. So um, Jesus is real. That's
that's what I'll say to anybody who is yet to receive him. He's very real. Like I said, for me, my relationship with him is as natural as you know, a fight I'll have with my brother or a conversation I'll have with my sister or somebody I love. Um, it's that kind of relationship and I think that's why it really works for me. He's real and, and he's waiting for you. He's waiting for you. He's just waiting. Wow. And you're very right on that, very spot on. Jesus is actually the one waiting, you know, for anyone who is unsaved listening to this conversation. Um, just know that this is the fact. He is waiting for you. That's Jesus. And all you just need to do is to open up to him, you know, receive him into your own life. And he will also walk through you what he is doing in the life of many others as well. Um, thank you so much, Ikanke, for um, coming on the show today. I really appreciate you for sharing such uh, an audacious um, story of faith. Yeah, okay. But before we go, would you like to say a short prayer to our listeners? so much all right guys um that has been he can care sharing with us an amazing story i believe you have found the story very inspiring okay if you're new to the show i really want to say thank you for listening to the faith culture podcast and if you love what you're hearing um please do me a favor you can share this episode with someone else let them also be blessed just as you have been blessed as well and if you have been listening for a while now i really want to say thank you as well and please do not forget to share this episode to someone. And if you haven't subscribed to this um, podcast, please, you can do that um, by looking out for the subscribe button or follow button and follow or subscribe. And if you have any reviews to give to us on the show, please do not hesitate to do that. It helps us to know how well we're doing and where we can as well improve. Until I come your way next time, um, go on, get your faith out and let the world be blessed. Thank you so much. <laughs>